Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Bezaz Hashem in the Kuntras Riyadat Shir number 21 We are holding Parachamishi Maimar Aleph the chapter 5 lesson 1 and it's entitled V'hu Yim Bach that he will ro- rule over you It's Gemara, it's brought down in Bereshis, Um and it says, he brings down Lies called Ish Sarer Bebeisai in order that every man will rule and have final authority over his house I'm going to read the first two paragraphs here, and then I'm going to explain how, speaking to various um, people, that this is also one of those things that you need to take with a grain of salt and to know how to apply it the right way. But I'm going to read it first and explain what he's saying, and then I'm going to also explain how that, through the advice of others that I've received and and have been told that this has to be tweaked sometimes in different households. Anyway, it says, in order that every man will rule and have final authority in his house. This is from the Megillah. That is the proper framework of a house. That, that even the wife wants this. The wife wants all the matters of the household to be directed to the Balabayas. We already addressed in earlier uh, parts of this Kuntris uh, that it's part of a wife's nature, the desire of the wife, to be a helpmate standing next to her husband and doing what she wants. And about Sarah Lassis Chuvas Berurais, the husband needs to give clear answers on things. Even if when the wife asks him on practical matters, if she asks him how would to, to take care of this in the house, what I should cook. Even if these particular things may not be important to him, but it's important to her, and she's asking you, so it's important to you. Um, whether to take the children to the health clinic, which doctor to use. Don't think that the husband is doing a favor for his wife by giving her a free hand to make her own decisions. To tell her, do whatever you think is best. Because she wants to see him as decision maker of the house. Now, before we comment, I'm going to say, um, just continue a little further. Certainly in the spiritual matters, he needs to be that um, determining factor of a final authority and to give his wife clear directions and with a clear answer. Because needs that clear answer. It could be when he was single, he never had to be in a particular direct way. And Vinisher was Suffolk, and he, he was always in a Suffolk in the particular halacha matters. That's why he was always stringent, because he was always, um, you know, not sure, so he was machmer. 
but in his house, when he's married, he can't be misupik. He has to give a clear-cut answer. And, and she, he can't tell her, I don't know the answer. She asks him, are you allowed to do this or that? And he says, I don't know, so let's be machmer. No. Now, he doesn't have to know all perfectly. But when a question comes up, he should know how to answer through the sources. If he does not know, he should ask a someone who knows how to paskin. And he should give to his wife a decision. Sometimes if, he, if she asks him an halacha shayla about Shabbos, about other things in the kitchen or certain halachas, if he knows he's a he needs to answer her clearly. If he does not know, then he has an achrayis to go to the Rav on a practical level uh, and ask the shayla. In general, a young man that's married should learn halachas. Certainly, those that are connected to the married life, seminar, and it says that his wife already learned some of them in the course of his, her studies in seminar. So at least he'll know when a shayla comes up, he'll be aware enough to say, hey, this is a shayla, and I need to ask. And there's some men whose nature is always uncertain. And therefore, there will be machmer always. This conduct is not proper in a home. If you do not know something, you don't say to your wife, because we don't know, or because I'm not sure, let's be machmer. Or even if he doesn't admit that to his wife, but that's what's going through his ha- his mind, so he'll tell his wife, no, it's, you're not allowed to do it. When he has no clue whether it's allowed or not allowed because he doesn't know, and he's telling his wife you're not allowed because he wants to be machmer because he doesn't know, that's not the right approach. He needs to go and ask a shayla. Maybe the the, 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 the brav will say it's totally mutter, and you could do this, and then you follow that. A Baal should know how to pass in certain things clearly. But he shouldn't be machmer on others and not in the calculation of others. If it's not necessary, and even on beautifying mitzvahs, the Raisal Slante used to say, You can't be mahader. You can't enhance a mitzvah at the expense of someone else. So that's true, certainly, for your wife. If you want to have a very long suda as a chumrah and say every single zemer there as a chumrah, and your wife's falling off her feet, then you shorten it and you cut it down somewhat. That's an example of Mishkal HaChasidus. It's brought down in Mesilis Yishar and Perichav. If you want to have a lot of stringencies, it requires it to be weighed carefully. We see that even women who possess important standing because of their profession, 
if they're senior teachers, or they're a principal of a girls' school, she may be an authority figure where she works, but at home she wants the husband to conduct the home. She wants the husband to take charge. And she, they, they want to be those wives that do the will of their husbands. It's embedded in the, in the woman's nature. So the husband must give her the ability to do this. So the one, I wouldn't say really disclaimer, but something to bring about as you're listening to this, is on the Gashmisnika aspects of the house, the physical maintenance of the house and what to cook and what to do. It is clear that, according to many, and I'm sure they have those Makairis on it, or Shimon Grunis to talk about this too, that you don't always have to do that. That while it is true that very often your wife wants to ask the husband of the, the you know, her, her, his opinion, on whether to cook this or that, and so on and so forth. But it is perfectly normal and healthy for a husband and wife together mutually, and if they both feel this way, and see if they feel this way, to say like this, that you, my wife, you know how to cook, you're Baruch Hashem, you're an expert at running a house, and you're very intuitive, and you do great and yes, there'll be points where you could have discussions when we want to try this or that. But overall, in the general um, concept of the house, because I see that you're proficient and you want to do what you, you do, that it's more on that that's your your forte. So I'm not going to go into the kitchen and start hemming and hawing and looking at this and looking at that and say, do this and do that. If you ask me, I'll be happy to to, 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 to talk to you about it. But... But I'm not going to just express this that we say that the wife always wants to know what the husband and do his will and always wants. It doesn't always apply to many women when they want to run their own kitchens and do their own things. And they want autonomy and they want the whole thing and they do it beautifully. And if a husband sees that and they're both happy with it, there's nothing wrong and even healthy for the husband to tell the wife, this is your expertise. I trust you. And so that's why, especially on the caretaking part of the house, if it is clear that the wife is asking him her opinion, his opinion, then he needs to give it. Or if he's asking, she's asking him, you know, what should I cook tonight? Should I do this, that? If she's asking it, that means she does want his input, and then he needs to give his input. But for many women where they feel and they know and they have a seder already and the husband knows this, that they, she, she, there's milchiks this nights and fleshiks that nights and whatever it is and he's perfectly fine with it and this is the way she runs, wants it, that's perfectly fine as well. But the idea though is, this is what he brought up here is a very important point, is that if you, he, she asks you how lochik shaila and you really don't know the answer, don't right away just be machmer. I don't know the answer, so I'll be machmer. No. You learn, and maybe there is a kula there, or you ask a shayla. And they say, if a, your, your paisik said, this, your wife asked, and you related to the rav, and the shayla says, it's mutter. So it's mutter, it's mutter. And so on and so forth. Perak Base talks about managing of the budget. As oifen niyalak safim yeshalik vayi 
you can't give a hard rule on the management of a household. On the Ksuba end, the responsibility of financially supporting a family rests on the husband. A wife can participate in supporting in proportion to her ability. However, there are situations when a household is low on funds. Let's say the, the wife who's working, her salary is delayed. Or the coil stipend is late. And so you have unexpected expenses. And you need to, it's clear that you need to obtain a loan. Uh, that's the responsibility of the husband to do. It's on the husband's responsibility that his wife will always have enough ready at hand to pay for all the household routines. So we need to know this, that even though Baruch Hashem, many wives are moister nefesh mamash, and they work and they support their husband in Kailal, we have to realize that from the Tanayak Subah, it's not that way. It's the chrayis of Parnasa, it's to support the wife. And, and, and to take care of her, and to provide for her. She willingly wants to support you, but as soon as she says it's too hard, he has to roll up his sleeves and go out. It's not appropriate that every household expense, a wife needs to be dependent on her husband. That's even if he's a full earning maker and she's a housewife, let's say. He cannot be uh, um, um, over going overboard with um, with being tight fisted, and so on. He needs to be very generous and open. And to, and and even if you give her to what she asks, In other words, if even if you you know every time she asks for more money, the husband gives it without any problems and with a lave toy, he gives it. But don't put yourself in that matzev. Create a matzev where she doesn't have to ask. Figure out a way to give her what she needs and what she's comfortable with, with rarely having to ask. It's on the husband to make sure that she has enough. And of course, great expenses should be done mutually, should be discussed mutually. A husband must recognize the importance of the needs of his wife. There are times where she, the wife, has a desire to buy an item or enhance the appearance of, of their home or another person expense, and the husband doesn't understand why that's important. But you, a husband does need to understand since this expense that the the wife wants to spend is important for the wife, Yaskevmita, he should agree with her request and give her the money to spend. To understand the scenario, a husband needs to understand the nature of his wife. That we explained above at length. In any event, a husband should not be petty, should not be stingy when it comes to financial budgets, even if he's the primary 
earning person. He needs to be very free and very liberal and very open and to give his wife what she needs. Now, sometimes the wife is a whiz at handling money. She does the bank wrecks and everything. And then you can leave to her the money management because she's good at it. And then there are instances where a wife is not talented in that angle. She's not ready for it. Then it goes, it falls on the husband. When there's a tight spot and you have to go for a loan, it's on the husband's responsibility to go for that loan. And it's not the wife's responsibility. So we talked about in these two prakim very important points. One of them in Maimar Alavu Yimshal Bach, that the wife values the opinions of the husband and we and he needs to provide it and he needs to be the one that gives the authority of it because that's what the woman really wants in physical life and certainly in spiritual life. And but we explain, based on what we talked about from others, that a husband and wife can mutually agree that like, you know, it's, it's brought down to Soslant, I think, that all mealy dish, the, the, anything that's pertaining to the world, you'll handle. Anything that's pertaining to uh, Yerushalayim and, and Ruchnius, I'll handle. That's another way of doing it. But so, so it's not a matter of controlling or anything like that. Sometimes it is indeed healthy that the husband and wife mutually agree, and the wife is basically, and she's confident, and she wants it, and she knows what she's doing in the kitchen. It's not, you know, and then the wife, and the husband pulls away. If she asks, it's a different story. And then, of course, with budgeting, to need to be very free and generous towards your wife in that area. Brachan atzlachah.